Welcome to the World of Wishes. I'm Makler Southern Florida's Chief Operating Officer, Richard Kelly. Today's episode is out on September 30th, which is International Podcast Day. Thank you for listening to and supporting the World of Wishes podcast, which gives us an opportunity to share with you the amazing stories of wishes from the perspectives of wish alumni, wish parents, medical professionals, and more. If you're moved or inspired by today's episode or any of our previous episodes, please share with a friend. During today's episode, we speak with WISH alumni Megan Taylor, whose star-studded WISH was granted back in 2005. The now 34-year-old Megan tells us about how her WISH was a magical week-long experience and how it strengthened her family bond, a bond which was tested while she was undergoing treatment for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The love of Make-Wish and everyone who participated and supported Megan's WISH shined through, which you'll hear about from her now. And we have another great guest with us today on World of Wishes, uh, Megan Taylor. Uh, Megan's wish was granted uh, a number of years ago. We'll get into that. Uh, it was a star-studded wish, to say the least. And uh, we're happy to have uh, Megan with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, so I, I really do want to get into your entire journey. Your wish mm-hmm. is really cool. But um, let's start with your with your medical journey. You sure. know, So, um, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but, you know, so you've lived medically at least, a normal childhood until you were a preteen. And then what happened? So when I was 13, I was really, really sick and I wasn't getting better. They first diagnosed me with mono and I just wasn't improving, wasn't improving. So I kept going to different doctors to get checked. And they finally found that I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, a type of blood cancer. And then from there, it's just a whirlwind. I went through a year of treatment. My treatment was over in Miami. So it was a lot of driving back and forth. We live here in Naples. And, you know, it was just a long, hard road of a year of treatment through that whole time. But thankfully, cancer-free today. (laughs) What was treatment like? It was difficult. It obviously was hard. Chemo is a very difficult thing, but it wasn't something that I didn't think I could get through. I think I had very strong faith at that time, and I still do. And so for me, it wasn't the treatment. It was being a preteen and losing my hair was the biggest, biggest issue. And I know that seems kind of silly now, but I was about to start high school, and just the thought of not having hair seemed strange and seemed awful to me. So that was definitely like the hardest part of my treatment. Something that once it fell, it wasn't as bad as I expected, but that was probably one of the more traumatic moments, which seems silly now, but (laughs) at 13, that was a big deal. Yeah, that doesn't seem silly. That seems like your identity, you know, Mm -hmm. part of your identity, just like other people have other parts of them that their identities. We've heard that. That's a common theme among the preteens and the teenage Mm -hmm. girls on chemotherapy. They don't think about the poison part of it, they think about the hair. Exactly. And I think at that age, you understand what cancer is and chemo is, but you don't realize I could die from this. You're just thinking, I'm not going to have hair for a year (laughs) while I'm going to high school. So that was, you know, very traumatic. Yeah. And I I know that that was quite a disruption for your family. You have a very, we'll get into your family, but (laughs) you have a very close family, Mm -hmm. uh, a fairly significantly sized family, Mm -hmm. but very close. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you going to Miami, going an hour and a half, two hours for Mm -hmm. treatment once a month, uh, it can, that can be that can be stressful on a family. So you, can you talk about that part? Of course. It was very hard. We're a very, very close family. And we live here in Naples. And so my first two months of treatment in Miami was strictly in Miami in the hospital. Thankfully, my whole family was able to come. But after that, my dad had to get back to work. My other siblings have to go to school, do their sports, all that. So in order to keep them and have as much of a normal life for my siblings, my mom and I would drive every other weekend to Miami so I could receive chemo. And my dad would stay back with my siblings so he could work and they could go to school, do all their after-school activities. And obviously it's very difficult. It was a very hard time for us because we were apart so much. And 
being such a close family, that wasn't something we were used to. So it was very, very hard being apart for that entire year, every other week, basically. I talked to your mom uh, many years ago, and, mm-hmm. she, and she told me that, you know, your your wish experience or even the thought of your wish experience and getting to, to eat together and mm-hmm. travel together and laugh together was something that was that was brand new. Um, you, did you experience the same thing? Absolutely. I think to me, the best part of my wish was that we were all together. My entire family, all my siblings were able to come with us. And I think that's what was so magical. We That week over there in California, I don't know if I can say my wish yet. Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. Sure. My week over there was incredible. We were together as a family that we haven't been together for an entire year. We laughed harder than we ever have. We smiled bigger than we had all year. We were a family again. And it was magical, and I think that's the biggest part I took away from my Wish experience. Yeah. Besides everything else that was absolutely incredible, being together as a family and getting to experience it together was what was so magical. Yeah, so I want to ask you one more question about treatment, and then we'll get to your Wish. Sure. But, um, so you were in, in treatment, in active treatment, I guess, mm-hmm. for about a year. Yes. Um, and you're in remission now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, you know, so you were finished with treatment at 14 years old, mm-hmm. let's say, and then your wish was when you were 15. Correct. That's okay. exactly it. So okay. I remember I was actually finishing my last few treatments and the child life specialist, who I'm still very close with today, came in and said, okay, it's make a wish time. And my family and I were like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm getting through this. You know, I don't want to take it from someone else. And she said, no, you too. You can have one too. And so they came to the house and we talked, you know, started brainstorming ideas and that's when, you know, the magic light bulb came off and we got to wish whatever I wanted and it was pretty cool experience to be able to think of anything that I could want. Yeah. Was there a second and a third place for your there, wish? My first, when they first came, I immediately was like, okay, shopping spree. And my dad said, wait a second, take a day, let's think about this. You have time, you know, don't just jump to it. Right. And that's when I started, I've always been fascinated by behind the scenes of movies and how movies are put together. So I started looking to potentially maybe go to a, like, like on set for a movie. And then I saw that the premiere of the movie Ocean's 12 was coming and it was, they had just wrapped up filming and they were going to be having the premiere soon. And that's when I was like, wait a second, there's so many celebrities on that movie, right. in that movie, that maybe that's a possibility. And you guys didn't even hesitate immediately. You're like, let's work on it. We'll get back to you. And that was it. Yeah. So, um, so the, the trip to California, oh. so starts at the limo, all of that oh my, stuff. So all of it. Walk, walk us through that part of it before you even get to California, yeah, oh my walk goodness. us through it. Cause I know that's like, mm-hmm. it's like a wish in and of itself before you Absolutely. even get there. Absolutely. Every, every part of it is magical is what I always, there's no other word to describe it, but it really is. Mm-hmm. So they picked us up in a limo, took us to the airport. Of course, you know, everyone announces on the airplane that we're here with make a wish. We get... People, you know, congratulating all. It's super exciting moment. Everything is huge. And then we get picked up from the airport with flowers and another limo. And we get taken to our hotel. We get universal tickets, which was incredible as a family to experience. And then the incredible wish. Every little moment, there was not one part that wasn't just jaw-dropping, that wasn't magical, that wasn't... I, I don't even know what other word to use. It was incredible. And it was so family-oriented. And I think that's what's so special about it. We were together experiencing this. Every little moment was special. Yeah. So you mentioned that uh, Ocean's 12 premiere yes. was was, <laughs> uh, was your ultimately your wish. And so you go to the premiere. Um, we'll talk about all the celebrities that you got to meet yes. and got pictures with. 
um, and that were super nice to mm-hmm. you. Um, so what was what was that experience like? You know, going there. Amazing. I also should point out, you guys even took care of our outfits for the premiere. It wasn't just the premiere. You took a shopping beforehand to make sure we had the right outfits and everything. But we got to walk the red carpet. We took a limo to the premiere, which was the streets lined up with fans. Everyone's throwing themselves at our limo because they don't know if it's us or George Clooney in the car. And walking through the... the red carpet, watching the movie. I think that was a pretty cool experience as well because it's a typical movie. The lights go down, you're just watching a movie, and then all of a sudden you hear a laugh and it's Brad Pitt sitting two rows in front of you. <laughs> so that was really, really interesting. And then going up to the premi- to the after party where you meet not just the stars that are in the movie, but everyone who came as guests. And it was incredible. As a 13, or at that time I was 15, it was eye-opening it was amazing I was like I need to do this <laughs> this yeah. is what I have to do with my life <laughs> yeah. it was incredible was there any point during the run-up to or the lead-up to actually going to the premiere where you just took a step back and said I cannot believe this is happening absolutely probably once a week you guys were the like literal light at the end of the tunnel because that I knew when, when I was done with treatment when my hair grew back a little bit, I'd be able to go to experience this once in a lifetime opportunity. So absolutely, it's something that even to this day, 20 years later, I'm still going, I can't believe I've done that. I can't believe I walked a red carpet with my family. I can't believe I got to meet all these celebrities that we see on TV all the time. So it's still something that I do to this day. And it was 20 years ago and still, and the people that you've met were and still are some of the biggest A-list celebrities. You know, uh, George Clooney and Brad Pitt and Matt Damon and Cuba Gooding Jr., Cindy Crawford, you know, Topher Grace. You see, uh, you know, we, there will be there are pictures, uh, a link to your pictures in the, in the oh, notes, perfect. in the show notes. Um, but just, you know, meeting, just meeting all of these different people and for you as a 15-year-old mm-hmm. girl, it must have been an, an out-of-body experience. Incredible. It was... there's moments that I remember even just shaking. It was so incredible being there and seeing these people who you see on TV all the time. And now they're right in front of me and they're talking to me. And George Clooney is asking me to marry him and, you know, all these jokes. And but it was incredible to be able to meet them and see their personality come to light, too. Not just what you see on TV and their persona and all that. So tell me about who who was the neatest, who was the nicest, who was the, I mean, tell me about those moments. Definitely George Clooney. He did ask me to marry him, which I always joke with my husband's, you weren't the first. (laughs) But him, Cuba Gooding Jr. was very friendly. He picked me up and twirled me around. Joaquin Phoenix was very, very nice. He was always laughing and joking. And he's actually stayed and talked with my dad for a good 20, 30 minutes after I kept walking around and stuff. They all, they all were very, very friendly, but they probably those three were the top friendliest ones. <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix wasn't in the movie. He was no. just at the premiere. He was actually there, he said, in support of his friend Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's little brother, who is in the movie. Okay. So he was there with him, just hanging out. Okay. So yeah, he was great, though. Yeah. So the the so post wish, mm-hmm. you know, you guys talk about that wish a lot all the time. Um, so so walk me through that. You know, when when does when does your wish come up? You know, when does it? When does how does those, how do those conversations start? I don't know. <laughs> we just always bring it up. My parents have a coffee table book, and so when guests are coming, they always bring it out, and it has all the pictures and the autographs, and that's you know a big conversation starter but we always talk about it as a family and it's always you know we'll remember little remember when we did this remember when they gave us tickets to universal and we got to experience this part and it's something that we always it always kind of comes up in conversation when we talk about vacations it's 
going to be the probably the best vacation we've ever taken, you know, as a family. And it's one that we just, it comes up in conversation all the time, just casually. Yeah. So you talk about, you know, we talk about family and we talk about, mm-hmm. you know, how, how during your wish, during your treatment, oh, no, sorry, during your treatment, how your family was just in all different directions. It was, and that was very difficult. And we're a very, very close family. We're, you know, very, very strong and very close together. And for that year, and year and a half, we were apart every other week. And that's very hard. It was hard not seeing my siblings. It was hard not seeing my dad. It was hard for my parents to be apart. And then, you know, they're also going through it. I think sometimes it's harder on the other side being a caregiver because there's so much more you have to worry about. And so it was a very difficult year, a very stressful year for all of us. And then to make a wish to come in and give us this once in a lifetime opportunity. And you guys brought us together again. We were a family together. We were a unit. We were together again for that week in California. And it was truly magical. It changed from there on out. We were, it was just this bonding experience and we were back together as a family. It was truly, truly magical. So, we, so No, I was gonna say we have Make-A-Wish to thank for that, for yeah. bringing us together again. So there was some sort of a flame that was, that was lit, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what would you say to the, the person that, that may say, you know, the, the, the wish is great. You know, you got to spend five mm-hmm. days in California and you got to go to this really cool event. But why does it mean so much to you? It, you know, the, we're 20 years, 18 years post-wish, mm-hmm. but you still talk about it. You, know, you still, you talk about it daily. You have a book. Mm-hmm. It might be the only book on that coffee table, but, <laughs> but you have a have book one. for it. Mm-hmm. But why, why does that mean so much? I think it's because... We were so separated as a family and we came together for that week and we were whole again. We didn't have this cancer in the way of our family being together. And from that moment on, it was just together once again. It was just this magical moment that brought us together. And I don't know how any other way to describe it than just magical because you truly from there on out, you know, there was nothing that could stop us as a family to be together. How do you explain to somebody without talking about your wish, just Mm -hmm. generally, about Make-A-Wish, and from a wish child's perspective, I call you a child, you're 33 <laughs> years old, and I call you a child, but um, you know, how do you explain what Make-A-Wish is or means without talking about your wish, just in general? Oh, that's a hard question. Because yeah. <laughs> you always want to start talking about everything you've experienced with them and why you guys are amazing. I think also a testament to how amazing you guys are is every single person I've met through Make-A-Wish, some that I'm still in contact with today, you guys are all incredible. There's not one person who I've never felt welcomed by or felt happiness, felt hope from. And I think that shows and make a wish of how incredible you guys are because every single one of you, you guys are amazing. And I think regardless of the actual event of my wish, the the hope that you guys bring, it's just a spark. And like I said, you're the literal light at the end of the tunnel for such a dark time for any children's life. And that's a big, big accomplishment and a, you know something that Make-A-Wish is so incredible for. And well, I'll always be here. You yeah. call and I say when. <laughs> we know that for a fact. We know that for a fact. And we've tested you on that. And, <laughs> and you've always come through. We're, th- we're thankful for that. Um, so if you had to describe you know, your Make-A-Wish experience, your Make-A-Wish experience in an emotion, what would it be? Love. Because it was such a, a strong moment, a strong week of bringing my family together. Like I said, we never laughed harder than we ever have. We smiled bigger than we had all year. We didn't have to worry about my treatment or me feeling sick. I didn't, I don't even remember feeling sick during that time. It was just being together. It was love. Love as a family unit. Love from every Make-A-Wish person we met and encountered. It was 
it was love. And five days in California. So it was much exactly. more than just the mm-hmm. just the premiere. You did other California things. Absolutely. We went and wa- saw the this red carpet, not the red carpet, excuse me, the stars, the the Walk of the Hollywood Stars. You guys gave us tickets to Universal Studios, which is a lot of fun. My siblings loved that. Um, different little events like that, different tours and stuff. It was a lot of fun. We've never been to California prior to that. So it was a lot of fun to experience it. Great. Um, so tell us where you are in your life now. Sure. Well, actually... Following Make-A-Wish, because after that trip and that amazing experience, I knew I wanted to work behind the scenes of movies. So I first did all that. I worked at the, our local Fox News. I worked as a production assistant for different shows. And then I went to start working at Disney World. And I started working behind the scenes there. And then I met my husband. So now I'm back home. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I'm a stay-at-home mom to two kids and one on the way. And couldn't be happier. It's exactly what I wanted to do. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, congratulations on the big number three. Um, does, does your experience with going through your treatment and going through your wish change your outlook on being a parent? Absolutely. I probably cry more about what I went through now having kids because I can feel what my parents went through and what they experienced. So I definitely think that's made a big difference. I can't imagine how my parents felt now that I have children of my own and seeing your own child go through that has to be so hard. And you, or you're thankful for their health. And, oh my you know, goodness, absolutely. And Every day. Right. There's other things that are like, you just say, they're whatever. whatever. They're <laughs> yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. As long as they have their health, that's the most mm-hmm. important thing. Absolutely. And we're all together. So that's what's important. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see you're thriving. Thank you. Um, uh, you are the amazing bundle of energy i hope that comes through on this recording um and we thank you for always saying yes thank uh, for you us. and and we love you as much as you love us and uh we thank you for being here today thank you thank you so much for having me thanks to megan and thanks to you for listening to the world of wishes produced by make wish southern florida please do us a big favor and support this podcast by rating reviewing and subscribing wherever you get your podcast you can also listen to archive shows at worldofwishespodcast.org to learn more about making wishes come true, visit us at wish.org/sfla.